Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey guys, it's Mike. As you know, I adopted my pup Rocky from a local rescue. Now, when people ask me what kind of dog Rocky was, I was always stumped. I used an Embark Dog DNA test to decode my most puzzling questions about Rocky. You can also learn about your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test. Unlock over 350 breeds and screen for over 200 genetic health risks. Save $50 on a breed and health kit with promo code KIT at EmbarkVet.com. Again, that's promo code KIT. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today, I'm here with Ben Smilowitz, Executive Director of Disaster Accountability Project. Maybe El Senor uh, Trump should have seek some help from people who are less biased than those here speaking to. How are you doing, Ben? Welcome to Politics Done Right. Doing okay. Thank you for having me. Great. Hey, Ben, before we get started, uh, the, the the, the group that you formed is called Disaster Accountability Project. Just so that we can get centered here, tell us a little bit about that group and what is it that you uh, that you guys do and other organizations like yours do. So um, essentially the organization I started after Hurricane Katrina to serve as a watchdog of disaster relief and humanitarian aid. There's no other organization that does this work. And there are so many recommendations that follow disasters that if not implemented, Will cause, us to say, will cause us to make the same mistakes over and over. So we really need to make improvements when we realize where the mistakes are so that we can save lives and reduce suffering after disasters. We work on a range of issues from local, state, national, and even global. So we're looking at, um, at humanitarian funding and how organizations raise uh, donations. And we're looking at imp improving the, the response to COVID here in the US. Now, you recently uh, wrote an op-ed at um, The Hill, and I think you're pretty critical of the administration and on how they were getting the drugs in and exactly what's taken so darn long for us to ramp up to, uh, to produce these drugs, uh, or rather these vaccines. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on that. So the vaccine was done at, at extremely fast pace, and so I'm very grateful to all the the doctors and scientists that, that made that happen. But now it's the job for the US government to get those vaccine doses to everyone that, that, need, that need them. And so what we're seeing is that the US government is contracting with the pharmaceuticals, but we're working at the pace of the pharmaceutical industry. The US government has the tools using Defense Production Act to scale production, to increase productive capacity, which means that if the pharmaceutical industry doesn't have the equipment and the space and the people to make a billion doses instead of 100,000, the US government can help. The US government has the, the legal authority and I mean, we've done shock and awe all over the world. We say that we're the best, right? So let's do a billion, let's do a billion per month, right? I mean not only do, do these vaccines need uh, two doses for you know 
to be effective and, and protect people from COVID. But not, and, and we have to vaccinate our own country, but the whole world needs this vaccine, right? And urgently, like our recovery for our economy won't recover if you wanna think about it that way until the whole world is, is vaccinated. But just from a humanitarian perspective, there's tremendous demand. We could be producing for the whole world right now and make our money back. So why don't we? We're talking about waiting until summer and later, right, for these vaccines. That's at the pharmaceuticals pace. The US government can do a lot better than that. Well, I mean, uh, you're in, first of all, let me just, uh, uh, you don't, you, you don't take political positions, so, uh, and, and I respect that, uh, but you're in a political show. And one of the reasons that I wanted to have you here as well is to give the unbiased, uh, what's happening in an unbiased fashion. In other words, what you stated is perfectly true. What you stated is we have the capacity as Americans, as our industrial base, to ramp up to any number of vaccines that are necessary to produce. You are absolutely right. I want to hear from an unbiased person what the reason is why we're not doing that, and then I'll give my opinion on that. Look, the, the report that was written after Katrina was called Failure of Initiative, right? This is the report that Congress wrote about the US government response, a failure of initiative. We could write the same story now. You know, the people that are dying are people of color, right? Uh, people with disabilities, elderly, people in nursing homes. So I don't think that there's as much urgency in uh, our federal government, in the White House, in Congress to act. I mean, look, they haven't been able to pass an aid bill for months. People are, you know, hanging on. Many people aren't even hanging on right now, economically. Um, we haven't been able to take care of our people for the last, you know, many months with COVID, almost a year. And now there's not as much urgency about the vaccine. You know, when when uh, the president or Giuliani or anyone member of Congress, you know, gets sick, they get, you know, top tier treatment. Everyone else doesn't have access to the same. Um, interventions and, and therapies that, you know, these people are getting. So the whole country needs this vaccine. We have vaccines. I trust science. I trust public health experts. They've done their time. Like, you know, they've, they're, they're putting themselves at risk to, to protect the rest of us. Now it's our turn to not only get the vaccine, but to make sure that it, it's available to everyone. Now, interestingly, I think, you, first of all, I think you were quite kind to uh, the reasons. I think those are partially the reasons. The, 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 wrong, the wrong people are the most affected. So I think you're right about that. Uh, now, as well, if you take a look at um, how quickly the vaccine was developed, I think a lot of it is misrepresented. Uh, the, the technology for this type of vaccine has been in existence for quite some time. A lot of research went into it as soon as the genome was released by the Chinese uh, person illegally, according to Ch the, the Chinese government, uh, Moderna and these guys were able to uh, come up with the genome immediately or, or present, find the spikes, etc. So all of that was this lightning speed that makes it look like things were uh, that lightning speed, I think is, a, is somewhat a misnomer. But what you also said is that much of what happened is that it's the wrong people that are really affected. But I think it's even deeper. You made a mention about money. Uh, 
if the government started, corporations really, in my opinion, and you can tell me otherwise, don't really want the government to start building up infrastructure to do what they want to do because scarcity determines high prices. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal. A safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. And I think in the long run, if, they're, they're, if there's enough manufacturing capabilities, et cetera, there's no reason for scarcity. And if there's no reason for scarcity, that means then that uh, pricing can go through the roof like they're charging the government right now. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't think the government wants to be in the long-term business of making vaccines. I, I think that, um, you know, we're just reading the news in the last day, the, the CEO of Pfizer told the White House and, you know, Health and Human Services, yes, go for it. Use Defense Production Act. <laughs> like, if you want to increase productive capacity, go for it. I don't, I think right now, um, industry just doesn't have the capacity to scale as fast as uh, needed. And I think that the style of this White House is to try to make a deal instead of compel anyone to 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 do something. And so they're still trying to make a deal instead of just putting their foot down and saying, do it. <laughs> and I think that the next administration will be more likely to just say, do it and not wait for the deal that strokes the ego. Uh, I, am, I am going to have you on again if the next administration gets into full-fledged production uh, as opposed to being, you know, I, I know that the, the company said, oh, yeah, please go ahead and ramp up if you can. But I know that uh, that cannot be based on how our economy work. I wonder how genuine that could really be. Um, now, so how are you going to try to influence the government going forward to execute, as you've mentioned? Well, I think as citizens, we can we have tools at our disposal to make some noise and put pressure. Um, you know, we're we haven't really gotten what we need in the last year. So it would be a little bit silly to expect that all of a sudden they're gonna do what needs to be done, but we're lucky to have a change in administration and then we'll hold the next administration accountable as well. So um, as advocates, we'll continue to push hard. We've, I mean, we've, we had our own legislation that we've been trying to push to allow states your company to use tell us a little bit about that that's important I, I read that in your article yeah so we actually got a piece of legislation drafted um, that allows states to use the defense production act themselves after declared disasters 
only around production and prioritization and in-state only. The idea is that a state would be able to tell industry in their state, we want more PPE, you know, personal protective equipment. So make more or, oh, I see you make PPE. We're going to buy from you directly instead of having those goods first go through out-of-state supply chains and then come back five times the price, right? Right now, states are buying goods at the same rate as everybody else, private sector, government. Everyone's paying these really inflated rates because the government can't buy goods at a government rate, the state governments. The federal government, they use the Defense Production Act 300,000 times a year. I don't think people realize the federal government. I don't uses I, you, you mentioned that in the article. I wanted to know if that was actually a misprint in the article. I took that. This is a New York Times story that that talks about how many times the federal government prioritizes contracts at the federal level. Now, this is, you know, for often for defense, for military, they want to buy something. They don't want to wait in line. Right. They want to buy it on a federal price schedule. So they say we're going to use Defense Production Act and take these goods or buy these goods at this price right now. We're not gonna wait for everyone else to buy it first or for you to fulfill your contracts with everyone else. We want it right now. Now, if the federal government does that 300,000 times a year, they bragged recently about using Defense Production Act for COVID like 80 times. After all, so, one is buying bullets and the other one is buying lives, right? Well, there you go. Make, makes makes a lot more sense if you're saving lives than buying bullets. Um, so I, I, I guess your first throw at the at, at the government is your article with the expectation that it'll get recognition like it did here and and that more people push that article. And I think uh, that's an important start for us to um, to work with because I think unless people, you know, in our program, what we do a whole lot, uh, Ben, is we try to tell people that you have a lot more power than you think you have. And uh, that, you know, politicians listen to the corporate dollar because that's, that's, that's who performed for them. But when they realize that that, that person given a whole lot of corporate dollars only has one vote as that person who may give 25 cents or a dollar, uh, they, they, once we as citizens realize that, we start to act. And I think it's important what you've done to uh, put this type of, uh, uh, to put this article out. Now, what, uh, what should I have asked you, or what other information do you want to tell us that I didn't get to? This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal. A safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Well, I, I think it's important for people to know that, you know, they. I think you're totally right. People have more power than they think. 
And we live in a, in a special country where people can speak up and challenge their government. And we have rights to do that where in, around the world, people do not have the same, the same rights and privileges that we have. So we should use them uh, responsibly and to advance you know, these life-saving uh, you know, agendas. Um, so I, I welcome anyone to check out our website. Um, you know, not only are we trying to advocate for an improved COVID response here in the US, but when disasters happen all over the world, people tend to give money generously, but they often give to the wrong places. Explain, meaning, explain. Meaning people give to the, the big names they know, the big international organizations that have the a brand name that everyone knows, but oftentimes those big organizations are not the ones actually working themselves on the ground, resp responding to the disaster. So what happens is the money goes to the big organization and then those organizations, they uh, delay and often divert funds that maybe they take 10% and wait six months to a year or more before releasing those funds. And 10% is generous, but let's take 10. And they release those funds to someone else, another like subcontractor, sub organization partner. And then sometimes it changes hands multiple times before reaching the local organization on the ground. And the UN was using a number that as much as two or 3% actually ends up reaching the local, uh, local nonprofits or local organizations. So we built a platform called Smart Response. And I know you're a, you have a background in computer programming. Mm -hmm. We recruited a, a team of volunteer developers from around the world to help us build this platform. And organizations, these local organizations from all over the world are registering on this platform and sharing data about themselves. So that when a disaster happens, we can curate a localized list. And then donors can directly connect to the local organizations and bypass unnecessary intermediaries. And we don't take a cut. We're not an intermediary ourselves. We're not processing transactions ourselves. We're simply connecting a donor, like watching this, after a disaster, like in Haiti or Nepal, somewhere in the, you know, there were just big storms in Nicaragua and in Central America. But all over the world, there are these, you know, often climate caused disasters and people want to help. And they should be able to connect directly with these local organizations support them. And then you see 99 or 97% of the money, you know, minus whatever transaction fee is incurred by that organization for their transactions, reaching the organization that's intended. And we think we can improve disaster relief and humanitarian aid, uh, the effectiveness by hundreds of millions of dollars globally with this platform. That is a that's a perfect tool. That is something that is necessary out there. You 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 said something that that I think people have to realize, uh, and it's so important. We give the big name organizations. We're the CEO of those organizations are making a half a million dollars a year. So when you're donating to a lot of these guys, that is where your money is going first. And then you talk about being held. When they're being held, they who knows what they're capitalizing. And after they do that, then they give to subcontractors who themselves have their cut. And finally, as you mentioned, three to four percent get to the people who really need the money. That is that is blasphemous. Yeah, there's there are a lot of problems in this world. And um, the more that we learned after the Haiti earthquake and the Nepal earthquake, and we, we built this platform with the incredible generosity of, of volunteers platform works 
you know, we want to, we're making improvements all the time, but um, so far 570 organizations have self-registered from over 57 countries and 24 US states. We want to try to reach a couple thousand organizations. And so we do that and we also do advocacy. And, you know, for our work is supported by individuals, just like, you know, this, this show and, and other, you know, good causes. So we're asking people to consider us in their end of year donations. Um, and we're a nonprofit, so it's a tax deduction. And we're, you know, we're, we're committed to improving disaster relief and humanitarian aid. That is excellent. Let me tell you, uh, Ben Smilowitz, Executive Director of Disaster Accountability Project. Thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. Thank you for having me. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. I have an urgent message. Unfortunately, traffic fatalities have increased in DC and I need your help to reverse this troubling trend. Did you know that using a seatbelt can drastically reduce the risk of death or serious injury to you or a loved one? Seatbelts save lives, and together, we can accomplish a safer community. Let's make Vision Zero a reality in D.C. Always wear your seatbelt. Click it or ticket. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.